0: Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away, though. We would also advise you triple-check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode. And if it's not for you, we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers, so make sure you read the book. And don't say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the show. Welcome, everyone, to the first
1: episode of Girls Who Read Porn. My name is Ola, and I'm here with G. Hello and Betty. Hi. We are here to introduce the, bed po- the best podcast in the world. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to introduce ourselves first. This is a bit of a different episode than what we're going to be doing in the future, but we'll go through that shortly. So we're going to find out a little bit about what ticks all of us into smart books and why we love porn. Okay. So, we will start off with a few questions. I'm going to start off with G. I'm ready. Are yeah, you? I'm so ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm so glad. We want to know what your favorite tropes are.
2: I And, and why. why? I would probably say my favorite tropes are the probably the real sad ones. It's the I, I like. <laughs> I want a book that is going to make me feel broken inside, and then it's going to build me back up again. So I don't know if that's a trope or if it's just a genre, but that's that's my vibe. I so I tend to gravitate more towards like the darker romances and the darker smart books. Why I have no idea, and i really I'm, <laughs> we do not have a yeah. psychologist um, on, i'm ner- on set I'm nervous today. to to crack the ice over that pond
0: <laughs>
2: okay and Betty
0: mm. this is a difficult question because I'm so all over the place when I read I definitely have an affin like an affinity for mythology and like greek based like smart novels um but I think if I was to pick like one particular trope, there's nothing I love more than like a badass, like femme fatale heroine who like overpowers like a really asshole guy. And I, I don't know what like the trope that would be. I think we all want that in real life. <laughs> I'm not
1: gonna lie. I don't, I don't know what like trope. There are many assholes that I've wanted to overpower.
0: <laughs> like that, I don't know what that would be under, but like anything with like a strong female lead, I'm all about.
1: Okay, so we just had to take a brief pause because G's guinea pigs decided to take a drink. So sorry about the noise just then um I'll go into my favorite tropes mine are definitely rom-com I love a good comedy and the reason why is because I hate to cry <laughs> I can't stand it I'm looking at you <laughs> G. I can't stand it so I'm all about the rom-coms I do
2: take like a like a weird pleasure in like knowing that I'm going to be getting you to read so many sad books
1: i know we've got one coming up and i messaged g with like crying face my face was just covered in tears (laughs) because of a book that she's chosen and i was like i really hate
2: you
1: i'm a huge crier huge crier like i cry at everything Mm -hmm. so i guess like cute things not like (laughs) at other people I'm like a crazy person but like if a baby is on tv with toilet paper I'm like bawling my eyes so specific I don't know that's so so specific listen okay you watch an American soldier come home and see his child and not cry (laughs) (laughs) tell me how that works out for you because for me not very well Okay, we're going to talk about our least favourite tropes. I just went into mine. I hate crying. I hate all of the emotional bullshit. It's not for me. I don't like it. And I'm really tortured that I'm going to have to do it for the podcast, but I'll take one for the team. Nice. How about you, Jay?
2: I, I have to say, oh God, what is my least favourite trope? I think my least favourite trope is when things are a little bit too quirky, and then it gets kind of like it gets a bit cringe you know like so I mean I feel like I've read so many books where like the main the main character you know like she's just so quirky and she's just so different and she's so weird and awkward she's just and it's not just, like
0: other girls she's
2: not like other girls oh my god but I love that
1: probably because I am really quirky <laughs> but I love it
2: so it much. just it gives me the ick it, it just gives me the ick Betty, what's your least favourite? I I can't
0: do I can't do relationships where the power dynamics are uneven. Um any Isn't that like the majority no, of the but books? Like, what are you Like reading? like extreme <laughs> ones, like I can't do anything where it's like so possessive that someone in the relationship is confused <laughs> like or like or like the kind of smart novels where it's like you're mine and that person doesn't even know yet and then they, they just control that person's life and they're like what
2: oh my god I love those <laughs> I live for it
0: <laughs> I'm like yes own her yeah I can't do that
2: I yeah. feel like I'm in between you yeah. guys where I'm like I kind of like I kind of like it but then I'm also quite confused and I imagine myself in that woman's shoes and I'm like, how the fuck would you actually feel? <laughs> like if yes. some some guy you just meet starts coming up to you and acting like that.
1: I feel like I like it because I find it really, really funny, mm. which is probably not the right way to look at it, but I laugh a lot during <laughs> those books. Maybe I'm just broken, but that's how I, like I laugh my freaking arse when I'm reading those possessive books I'm like this is so not real (laughs) like there's no way but I'm sure people are in relationships like that but I just like I know for me personally if somebody was like you're mine I'd be like okay mental asylum
0: (laughs) yeah no I'm way too like independent for anybody to tell me what to do and I think that's why I can't get into them because the entire time I'm like she can wear what she wants but like it's not point this is not the point of the book (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's talk about how we
1: got
2: into SMART. Okay, do you want me to start this off? Yeah, All sure. Right. Go ahead. I think probably the thing that really got me into SMART was reading Dramine fan fiction on Wattpad. Because
1: <laughs> I'm the only person on the planet who doesn't know what Wattpad is. I'm just going to start oh, off man. with
2: Wattpad now. was like the OG. Before, before there was ads, before there was paid stories, Wattpad, everything. It was just a free-for-all. And I probably would have been 14 the first time I ever read anything smutty. And I can 100% guarantee that it was a Draco and Hermione fan fiction on Wattpad. And I would have read it in the dead of night, probably all in one go.
0: I'm the same. I started out with Wattpad, except from mine was um, Game of Thrones. It was Arya and Gendry. <laughs> I haven't watched Game of Thrones. Which, like, looking back on it now, um, it's like kind of weird because their age difference is huge in the TV show, but like in the Wattpads that I read, it was like put in a modern setting and then they were like aged up, so there wasn't like ten years between them. Um, <laughs> nice, classy. Maybe her favorite trope is age. Well, just like. <laughs> <laughs> like I just remember like being in bed and there being like over twenty like thousand words for like one Wattpad and just like going through the whole thing in one night.
2: Nice. That
1: that's some solid effort. Um I got into it one Christmas when I was at my in-laws and my man child Josh got me a Kindle for my birthday and I hadn't really used it because I really wanted to get back into reading and I'm like do you know what's going to get me back into reading? Porn. <laughs> so I just typed in erotica in my in my Kindle. And the first one that came up was Olivia Cunning. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. I want more. And I have not stopped since then. And it was pretty good. Actually, I don't know if it was Fifty Shades or Olivia Cunning. That was my first book.
2: Fifty Shades is the classic, hey? I feel like a, a lot it of people get introduced that way
0: if we're talking about like it's a good way to get introduced like Mm. we're talking about first actual smart books that like isn't wattpad like mine would be after Mm
2: -hmm.
0: by
1: anna todd (gasps) yeah yeah shocking we're just gonna put a disclaimer in here betty is obsessed with after
0: in the most in the worst paper like worst
2: worst way way, yeah worst
0: way possible i'm obsessed with after
2: (laughs) there's just something about it like what is it it's like the after effect there's just something that's so good about it.
1: Okay. I am on a different scale. I did enjoy the books when I read them, but afterwards I went into such an emotional turmoil I didn't leave my room for two days because <laughs> it <laughs> fucked me up so badly. that <laughs> I don't recommend anyone to go through that because you're going to be thinking about dying and understanding why somebody would let themselves go through that. But to be fair, it is very much like a normal teenage relationship.
2: I don't oh, think it's God, normal. I it
1: <laughs> no, it's so many ways. Like not to the extreme, but like you're with your boyfriend, then you break up, then you get back together again. Like when you're in high school. Mm,
2: yeah, I get that. Do you know what yeah. I'm I'm not
1: talking about the extreme that they went yeah, to? Dude. Jesus Christ, no, that's a book. <laughs> that's not, <I'm> sure... <laughs> Could you imagine if that happened in real life? That would be bizarre. But no, like in general, like you don't burn down somebody's house. Yeah because you're angry that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about like the breaking up and getting back together and breaking it like brought up some trauma for me (laughs) for my high school boyfriends I
2: I definitely don't remember my high school boyfriend being like a raging alcoholic so yeah
1: (laughs) maybe I just lived a different life I (laughs) I don't think mine was a raging alcoholic but there was definitely a lot of pot involved Okay, so what are we reading at the moment?
2: Um, at the moment, I have just finished Worth It by S.M. S- S- Owens, no, no, C. M. C. M. Owens, C- M Owens, Owens in essence, and S.M. Shade. So that's the first one in the Yummy Yummy series, and I've got Fuck It to Go Next. Um, and we will be talking about those books in another couple of episodes, but I think at the moment, because that was a, a very a very quirky rom-com for me, for, for, <laughs> for my limits, it's really, te- it's really pushing my boundaries. So I think I'm going to go ahead and read the new J.T. Kissinger book, Brutal Vows. From the Queens and Monsters series. Which is what I'm reading yeah. at the moment. We just spoke about just, it before the yeah, podcast. Only just let me know that it's, it's just come so out. Good. So now that it's out, I have to go ahead and read it.
1: I reread the first three books yesterday and today to read the last one. To like really get into the storyline. And I'm so into it. I love JT. Yes, or She's amazing. JT. She's one of my favorite That's authors. such a
2: power move. Rereading all of the books in the series every time a new book comes out. It's like my favorite activity. I
1: do it. Yeah, I love it. It's my
0: favourite thing to do.
1: I always do it. What about you, Betty? Um,
2: the last book
0: I probably read was A Touch of Darkness by Scarlett St. Clair. Um, that book fucked me up little Which <laughs> led me. Thanks, Betty. <laughs> which led...
1: can, I just, uh, can I just put another disclaimer about Betty's love of Grecian <laughs> mythology? <laughs> she got me involved in this.
0: So, well, yeah,
1: because... Fucking website that has these comics about who are they again Persephone and Hades well, yeah. and she was like yeah there's 400 episodes like you know let's do it let's get into it and I'm not a very big fan fantastical person so I don't love fantasy all that much but I got into it and there's only 200 and then it just stops at the worst point and the author's like I'm sorry I'm taking a mid- Mid, what was season it mid-season break,
0: season yeah. break right now that's lore olympus which is a web comic amazing which, yeah amazing. so basically I, I read a touch of darkness and then i found out that like lore olympus was like quite similar to it and then i just got absolutely obsessed with lore olympus um which is now back out again there's a new episode today by the way um <laughs> now i need to read the second one in the series which is a touch of ruin um But yeah, it's really good. They're really good books. I recommend, we'll probably talk about them at some point in the series because I know the fourth one's coming out in August. Um, So yeah, start reading those now. So you can be there when the fourth one comes out. Don't start reading those
1: now. Oh, they so I started good. reading them now until I found out that the fourth one doesn't come out in August. So I'm going to read them like three days before the book comes out in August. <laughs> because apparently there's some crazy cliffhanger in the third one. Uh, yeah,
2: because I, I read them uh, probably about a year ago. And that third one, it just ends. And then I went literally as soon as it finished, I went looking to go and get the next one. And not the nada. So I'm still stuck here waiting along with Betty. How did you feel about it? I was, like, not gonna lie, like, I was so into it, and then I found out that the fourth one wasn't out yet, and I was just, like, really mad at myself for not doing, like, my due diligence and figuring out that they weren't all out yet, because I feel like I'm one of those people that, like, unless all of them are out, I probably would put it off like I, I need yeah, well, to power I'm through i the same
1: and that's when you told me I was like okay I'm mm-hmm. not doing this to myself I've read the first one but I can reread it I'm okay with the ending of that one and I know that there's another two already out so like nothing bad's gonna happen but if it ends on like such a hectic cliffhanger like you said I don't know if I'm prepared to go all the way to the <laughs> third one I hate it when series just end and then you just don't realise I mean I wish I had that self-control
0: that to be honest with you but like I'm so obsessed with like Scarlet Saint Clair's writing, that I just like, she's I amazing. need to read the other mm-hmm. two, and I just have to accept the fact that there's gonna be a cliffhanger, just for the pure like need to carry on with the story.
2: Dude, yeah, yeah. that's Sophia. Like, I she's such an incredible. Yeah, writer. I love it. Like when you come across somebody where you feel like you could just swallow their content like all day, every day. Like everything that they do just fits so well with your tastes and your interests. Yeah, she definitely has to be Incredible. up there. Who are your favorite? Oh, yeah, who are your favorite writers? Um, gosh, I really like Kate Stewart. She wrote Drive, and she also wrote uh, the Ravenhead series. So she's oh, yeah, get ready for that one. That one's gonna be <laughs> the a Thursday heartbreaking.
1: <laughs> We're gonna try and get the author on for that one just for G, cause she's gonna love <laughs> and it. And I'm
2: also I'm also really into like fantasy books. Like I love a good fantasy smart. So I'd say like have to head up J.R. Ward, who wrote an amazing um, vampire smart series. Um, probably as well uh, Sarah J. Mask, She's like one of the classics. She did the um, the Throne of Glass series and the Court of Thorns and Roses series. So yeah, super into shit like that.
0: Birds. um definitely scarlet st clair she's up there with her series um julie ann i like her books those are like very sweet yeah she's amazing she's one of my favorites yes yeah, well. her books are she's really incredible. cute like they're lovely and they're such easy reads and you know sometimes when you like don't really have any energy to read but you just really want to like if you pick up one of her books no <laughs> <laughs> i've never gone through that before actually. you can literally just pick up one of her books and then you like won't put it down um katie robert definitely up there amazing writer amazing um, amazing I'm trying to think who else there's so many so many
2: there's
1: so many good writers out there yeah
2: I really, I, yeah, I definitely agree with what you said about Julie Ann because I feel like her her books, the sort of books it's that incredible. she writes, it's like they're very like holiday reads. You know, like the ones that you'd bring with you if you were like going to the beach or like going on vacation, which is always just so nice to have.
0: Especially because her covers. Semi-rom-coms.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Semi-rom-coms.
1: Semi-rom-coms. I love And her covers don't look like I love it. smart so
0: cool. books. Like they're not the naked man with the, the smoke
2: on the front <laughs> and it's, and it's smart ebb. book covers we
1: have to go over a whole episode on smart book covers because there are some incredible ones out there I've looked at them and I'm like I do not find this attractive at all
0: oh and I shout out to Tate James
2: mm-hmm. yep. they have Tate a Hades James is amazing
0: Tate James has a Hades series out and I really like that one it's very what is it called it's um the first book's called The Seventh Circle. It's just called like Hades, and it's um about a motor- It's got motorcycles, like motorcycle gang kind of like aspects to it. It's really cool. Yeah.
1: Okay, oh, yeah, I'm reading that next.
0: Now I'm obsessed with Hades and Persephone <laughs> for some reason.
1: <laughs> Thanks to Betty, and I went like through a really bad. She also wrote for the, the um
0: Madison Week. Kate series, which is really really popular, at the moment. Yeah. I haven't read it, but I've heard yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, that one's
2: definitely on my TBR.
0: Well,
1: I love T.L. Swan, which is a fan favourite. Everyone loves the um, Mile High series. It's incredible. Um, And J.T. Gessinger, all of her books are amazing. I love Megan Quinn as well. I'm such a (laughs) rom-com-like slut. It's not even funny. (laughs) All of mine are rom-coms. But yeah, like... TL Swan is like the queen of it she knows how to write it she's so good love
2: her to death that's go. yeah all right so and she has like a million books out as well so you can yeah you just keep on going yeah
1: I went through it I went through a TL Swan like week and I think I read 32 books or something like she's got a huge dude that's messed up and they're all <laughs> intertwined. That's what's amazing about it. It's like all one world. There's only one book which just drives me nuts that was written by her and that's Finding Alistair. And anyone who asks me knows this. I can't stand that fucking book. It confused the shit out of me because it goes into like a third realm <laughs> and it doesn't make any sense to me because all of a sudden she's got like all of these like guys being like, take it, take it. And then another guy being like, I met you. 300 years ago in like a farm and you were a princess and I'm like no I can't deal like this doesn't make sense to me but all of her other books are absolutely amazing I'm sure a lot of people love Finding Alistair but it just does not make sense in that world for me <laughs> I'm gonna go on a rap page about it I'm really sorry we're gonna introduce ourselves to you a little bit and let you guys know how we met each other and why we're doing this podcast So I met Betty and G through work and at work they released, they sent out a question being like what's your favourite kind of books to read and Betty wrote after and i just finished after not long before and I was like oh my god I have somebody to talk to about it even though I hate this book right now and I'm an emotional breakdown moment. And so we started messaging about it and then Betty reached out to G and then we all kind of got together and started this book club. We do have other people in it, but the three of us decided to start this podcast uh, to get together and talk to everyone else about it because we figured that what we had to say was really interesting. It's true. We, we are very interesting.
2: We are the most interesting.
0: <laughs> the most interesting. We have a lot to say about I mean, it. Honestly, it's all we
2: talk about.
0: And, like, the funniest thing about the entire interaction at work was we were the only people that knew that after was a smart book. So, you know, we yeah. were publicly talking about this book and how interesting and devastating it was. And just no one had any idea that we were just publicly talking about smart at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty
1: good. That's actually really true. <laughs> I just, I'm just, like, imagining other people being like, oh, my God, these chicks are crazy. <laughs> like, at our yeah, work. Probably. <laughs> being like, why are they talking about after at work? That's really inappropriate.
2: What's, like, super crazy as well is because we all work for the same company, but we all work remotely. So the three of us, are, we're never in the same room together. So we're all based in different locations. Me and Betty live in the same city, but we live in different houses. And Ola is all the way in... Sydney Australia in Bondi and she's so far away from us so we've never met Ola in person so our whole friendship and book club has always been remote so that's how we're delivering this podcast as well um Betty and I both live in Dunedin New Zealand down south where it's cold and rainy and just generally pretty shit most of the time so there's nothing else to do (laughs) but read
1: Whereas I'm in like 40 degree temperatures and I'm like, oh my God, just make it end. Yeah. I don't like this anymore. And
0: just to complicate the whole thing more, I'm currently out of town in Waimati.
2: So yeah, you won't be forgiven if you, you, you'll be forgiven if you don't know where that is. Yes. I have no idea. I was Why just about Maddie. to
0: say, and we all know
1: where that is because I have no fucking clue. <laughs> but it's still in the south island if that actually means anything to anyone <laughs> yeah. as well
2: yeah it's still not far away from dunedin but yeah so i think like it's it was pretty serendipitous you know i felt very it's very fateful that we all met up and we all yeah. we all loved the same the same sort of spicy books
1: Yeah, but we all love such different aspects of those spicy books. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's good. None of us like the same thing. So this is going to be a very mixed podcast. Every week is going to be like a completely different bizarre book. And you're going to be like, wow, they went really left field with that one.
0: (laughs) Our book club has definitely pushed us out of our limits of our regular reading because um, So the way that our book club worked was we created a spreadsheet of all the books that we each wanted to read. We combined it. There's about 50 books on that list. And then every week or so, we would spin a wheel and we'd pick a random book off the list. And so because we were submitting each of our own like favorite books, um, we were reading things that we never had to read before. And I think one of the reasons why this podcast is going to work for us is because... The tropes will be completely wild, and you just won't expect anything that we're about to read.
2: Yeah, we're going to... Be...
1: Yeah, there are so many books that you guys have put forward where I'd be like, never in my life... I Like, I have absolutely no interest in reading. Is it Akatar?
2: What?
1: Is it called Akatar? What is what, it called? What, A Court
2: of Thorns and Roses?
1: Yeah. yeah. Ak- Ak- don't people call it Akatar?
2: <laughs> yeah, but I've never actually heard somebody say that out loud before. <laughs> I
1: have so many really? times.
2: People always say oh Akatar. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, but I'm really sorry that I just confused you because you're the one who reads read, it. And, and I the love it, dude. I by the not. time
2: I'm finished with you, your favourite trope will just be fairy porn.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, I'm I'm already, like, really into the fact that Betty got me into Persephone and Hades and I'm going to stick there for now. That's that's as far as I'm going into fantasy because it confuses the shit out of me when they change, like, when they're, like, changing their, like, glam and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like it confuses me so much. I'm like, so what do they look like right now? Because like in a in a non fantasy book, they're like, Okay, black hair, black eyes, like ninety percent of the time for the guy. And they're like, really long blonde hair for the chick and I'm like, Okay, I can imagine that. I'm thinking of like Henry Watts' face from The Witcher oh, Henry Cavill. <laughs> and the chick. Henry Cavill from The Witcher, because like he's pretty much being posted everywhere on every single b- smart facebook site as like the main guy that everyone's imagining and then the chick i don't know scarlett johansson <laughs> and then i'm like okay i'm good but then when horns and stuff are involved i'm like i all i can think of is hellboy
0: it's <laughs> <In> saying that <laughs> and to me that is not sexy when i sometimes when i do read hades and Persephone's smart, i cannot get the picture of um, of the disney's version of hades out of my head which makes the book like a lot less sexier
1: i don't remember what hades oh, do you looks not remember? Like the Disney... is it from Hercules? Yeah, yeah, the Hades yeah yeah from Hercules. and he's blue Oh, I, oh, oh, oh! Really skinny. <laughs> Sorry, I just went through. It just took me a minute. Really skinny guy. Yeah,
2: he's quite old and like he's got. Yeah, he's like, he like flames for here. No, see,
1: I think about it from the um from Laura Limpers that he's purple. <laughs> purple in Laura Limpers. But then he's when blue. I read. I thought
2: he was no, purple. No, you're Are we, are we no, just finding out that really
1: blind. I think we need to also make another disclaimer. I never remember names and I have got like such a shit visual perception. It's not even funny. So if I ever get names confused, please forgive me yeah. because
2: it's going to happen
1: often.
2: 25% of this podcast is going to be me making fun of Ola for having a terrible memory and then me making fun of Betty for being too pedantic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can never remember anyone's names. I'm going to be so traumatized by the end <laughs> I can just imagine what's going to happen. I'm going to be like, so Phil, and they're going to be like, who the fuck is Phil? And I'm going to be like, you know, the guy from this book. And they're like, no, that's the guy from the other book. We're
2: going to have to, like, start, we're gonna have to start giving to you like citations.
1: Betty's going to hate all the editing she's going to have to do because
2: of me. It's not going to be fun whatsoever. It's, or, it's like rough already. Like we're after a rough start already. <laughs> We knew it was going to devolve into this. Let's be honest. Like our shit talking is legendary. But our structure is flawed. (laughs) It is.
1: Yeah. So that's how we met at the end of all of that. That's how we met. And then we created this book club and we became really good friends. And here we are talking to you guys now. So we, wanna, we want you guys to get to know us a bit. We hope you really enjoy this podcast. And um, next week we will be reading A Not So Meet Cute by Megan Quinn. So make sure you get onto that ASAP and have a quick read. Have a gaze because you don't want us to ruin it for you. It is a very sweet book. I don't know if Betty agrees so much. Or was it G? Oh,
2: yeah. Which one of you are not
1: the hugest fans? It's I
0: don't okay. Think
2: I, it was like, it was okay. I, I, I think I... I, I rate I rate it pretty highly, but it's not. It's know. a
0: good read. Like it's a good read.
2: It's a good read. It's, it's just an like, easy read. If I hadn't been, it's a been nice. It's a nice read.
0: Told to read it, I probably wouldn't have read it. And that's why we started, exactly. this ladies and yeah. gentlemen. <laughs>
2: we we, have, we really needed to push our boundaries. Ex- yeah, absolutely. we needed to get so to get more gonna... life experience by like <laughs> reading books that we normally wouldn't read, by Megan Quit
1: specifically. <laughs> So we're going to have a chat about what our podcast is about. So it's essentially what we're going to do is we're going to have a chat about our books every single week and we're going to dissect the living shit out of them. We're going to let you know everything about them, what we love about them, what we hate about them, maybe not hate, what we don't like about them. And we're also going to talk about, of course, our favorite smart scenes because that's what everyone is here for um and also we have some amazing authors lined up to talk to everyone to give us some idea about what they're writing what they've written and hopefully we can get them out when their new books are coming out so we can have a conversation about it uh every week at the end of the episode we'll let you know what books will be revealed the next week and we 100% recommend reading the books first because there will be spoilers and we don't want to ruin the experience for you Thank you so much for everybody listening to our first episode. We had an absolute ball and we can't wait to see what we have coming up. We don't even know yet. So hopefully it'll be good. And um, we're really excited for you guys to tune in to our next few episodes. So please leave a review on Spotify and Apple, Apple Podcasts. Is that right, Betty? Yeah, that's great. Okay, awesome. Um, because it will help our podcast get out there. And thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day. Thanks.
0: Bye.